Coming Home Well, a multi-channel network of podcasts geared towards educating, supporting, and advocating for the veteran and veteran caregiver communities. Listen on your favorite platform. New episodes every week. Search for your favorite podcast by name, Coming Home Well, Behind the Service, Beyond the Front Line, Be Crazy Well, and Peace After Combat. Or visit our website at cominghomewell.com. Until all are home and all are well. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Behind the Service Podcast, where our mission is you. This is Jolyn Lee, and I'm your host for today, June 15th. And our episode feature today is just a focus on caregiving and caregiver fatigue and what that looks like in real life. I fell into this episode and discussion just by experiences within our own household. And as we've been navigating some shifts in caregiving and taking care of one another, I really wanted to lean into that compassion fatigue. June is PTSD Awareness Month. And we know that when we love someone who struggles with traumatic exposure, that can bring just an, a heightened level of caregiving without even realizing sometimes that you're stepping into that role. I recently read a quote by Gail Shelley, and she said, you have a new role, that of family caregiving. It's a role nobody applies for. It's one that you don't expect to lean into. You often won't be prepared for it. You probably won't even identify yourself as a caregiver. And I wonder how many of us who tune in and listen to Behind the Service, we find ourselves in that position. We're just operating as a friend, as a family member, as a spouse, as a parent. And we do what we do because we love that individual. It's family. It's a friend. It's personal. So we don't really think about the fact that we're operating in the role or the position of a caregiver, or maybe some of you do, I'm not sure. But the fact of the matter is when you're operating in that role, it, it can come with some challenges. And I know that's not news to you. If you're listening at all, you're listening because that's where you're at. But I read some statistics recently. 44.6 average hours per week are spent by a spouse or partner caring for their loved one. Now, this is a national statistic. That's a significant amount of time, especially when you factor in that when you're doing this, you are oftentimes managing other things in life as well. Jobs, children, education, caring for other individuals within your household or your family, 75% of caregivers are female. Now I'm not discounting our male caregiving individuals because I know that's a component as well. It goes both ways. And oftentimes it can navigate and shift back and forth in a relationship. How do we balance this? How do we balance giving quality support and encouragement and care to our loved one and not allow ourselves to be depleted. 53% of caregivers report higher levels of emotional stress. 53%, over half. How do we balance pouring and how do we facilitate being poured into? Well, I would encourage you to first be aware of some of the signs um, of compassionate fatigue which can include exhaustion physically and emotionally. 
having a lower threshold of sympathy or empathy, when you just become indifferent and you're like, okay, here we go again. (laughs) Here's another doctor appointment, or here's another mood swing, or here's another whatever. When you feel that reduction of understanding and recognizing the source and it becomes your interactions become more personal where you're getting your feelings hurt or you're being emotionally impacted, you may be encountering some of that compassionate fatigue, a sense of dread or a feeling of guilt. How about irritability, anger, or anxiety, having heightened irritability, typically things that didn't set you off now set you off or just nervous and stressed headaches, trouble sleeping, isolating, pulling back, feeling disconnected, having a sense of indecisiveness, finding strife in other relationships outside that role of caregiver, or just struggling to find purpose and value and meaning in the process of caring for your loved one. All of those are components of compassionate fatigue. And how do we balance that? Care and empathy typically have no limit and we can accomplish great and mighty things when our love is what motivates us. And that's how we're, that's how we find ourselves in this role because we love that individual and we appreciate and respect and honor their service and sacrifice. And we want to stand by them and with them. But when we fall into chronic stress and we experience, I guess, the as unpleasant side of supporting another individual as they're navigating a journey of health and well-being, we really have to be very intentional to pour into ourselves, to build ourselves up. And then I really encourage you to be prepared and plan ahead a contingency plan for those moments when you're standing down as a caregiver, whether it's because of work or other obligations, or you as the caregiver find yourself ill, how are you going to fill that gap for your loved one? Have you considered a plan of action? Have you created a backup plan? In our household, it didn't dawn on me that we needed to do that until my husband went through a particular surgery and he does not do well when he has medical procedures. He either needs to be out all the way or he needs to be awake. But when they're in that middle ground where it's an outpatient kind of procedure, he just doesn't respond well. (laughs) And so typically I have to be in the procedure with him um, because if he can hear my voice, then he feels okay. But it dawned on me and I was like, what would happen if we were both in an accident at the same time and he couldn't hear my voice? to know that it's okay, that he's okay. What would, (laughs) I laugh because he can be quite the little handful. And so I talked it over with my daughters and one of them has a voice that's very similar to mine. And I said, you're going to have to jump in there and dad's going to have to hear your voice so that he thinks it's me. But also our other backup plan was to just record a message, to have a voice message from me so that he's hearing my voice and he can feel reassured and stable and and safe. And that's just such a small tip of the iceberg when it comes to preparing for the unexpected. We're all in this position 
because the unexpected has already occurred. We're supporting and loving someone because the unexpected has already happened. So how do you prepare again for the unexpected? Well, you just do. You just do, and it's going to look different in every family. It's going to look different in every relationship. It's going to look different in every situation. Don't be so busy doing the day-to-day that you forget to plan ahead. Don't get so caught up. And and I say that um, not carelessly, but sincerely. You know, we can get so busy and preoccupied fulfilling the duties of the day that we forget that we have to plan for the unexpected and we have to have that contingency plan for the what ifs. You can't outthink them all, but if we're operating in the role of giving care for a loved one, that's part of the process because none of us are promised a tomorrow. So how do we prepare? I feel like this sounds a little doom and gloom and I don't mean it to. I guess I just want you to be encouraged that you're seen, that you're heard, that you're not alone in this journey. And even if the one that you're caring for, they don't recognize everything, you're doing the right thing. You're doing a good job. You're doing well. Don't give up. It's worth it. In the end, it is worth it. But in that process, recognize that when you start out on this journey, it doesn't feel as heavy as after you've navigated it for a few weeks or a few months or for a few years. It's almost like carrying a backpack full of when you start out on your march, it's not that heavy. And you're like, oh, I got this. And then after you've climbed a few trails and gone up and down a few hills, you're like, dude, this is a little heavier than I thought it was. And you get to the end of say three miles and you're like, okay, I wish I could unload some of the rocks that are in this backpack. And then you get to the five mile mark and you're like, I am done, but you're not done because the finish line is not in sight. How do you balance being strong and healthy for yourself and for someone else? You've got to learn to put that weight down sometimes. Let others come alongside you to help you have that contingency plan. We're not designed to walk this journey of life alone. Our loved one isn't. That's why we're in this boat with them. But guess what? Neither are neither are those of you who are operating behind that service member for providing the support and the care. You're not designed to navigate that alone. My grandma had a cross stitch and I remember it always. It was in her home in the hallway and she was a lifelong caregiver. Her youngest child had Down syndrome. And, and she took full responsibility and care of her until the day she passed. And so the cross stitch in my grandmother's hallway said, a sorrow shared is but half a trouble, a joy that shared is a joy made double. And I'm telling you, I will never, ever forget that because I recognize the truth of that statement. Our joys are doubled when we share them with someone, but our sorrows, they're cut in half when we share them with someone. Do not walk this journey alone. You know, this, again, I'm going to reiterate, this month is PTSD Awareness Month. In our military community, the effects of service, they don't happen in a bubble. They affect everybody in that family unit. Take care of yourself as you are taking care of others. Tend your personal garden. Don't neglect it. Thank you for being with us today. We absolutely would love to hear from you. We want to know what you need, how we can support you what you want to learn about, what you want to hear about, discussions that you want to have, please reach out to behindtheservice at gmail.com. 
You can reach out to me personally at contact at jolynlee.com. That's J-O-L-Y-N-L-E-E.com. We are here to educate, to support, and to just have those hard conversations. Our mission is you. Thank you.